0: Good, we are recording.
1: Do you invite me to it? We do. We will do a little happens. intro. Yeah. Wait, wait, your
0: turn. Wait, your turn. Okay. I know you're world. a world champion. Yeah. You don't get to do the intro. I.
1: Right? Do you know when I had the chance to, to write your own name? I almost wrote just world champion. I could have just done that.
0: I thought you'd write beige. Beige. Oh. I thought you would have wrote just WC, yeah, world champion. What it? Because I'm into toilet. abbreviations
1: now. It's just too much to write. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought someone would have wrote it for you. <laughs> <Sorry>. Okay. <clears throat> All right. In the world of floristry, there are so many wonderful, educational, earnest, and enriching podcasts.
2: I don't know if I've tuned into the wrong thing, love, because this is absolutely not that podcast.
0: It's not that podcast. It's not. You tuned into the
2: wrong thing, love. It's the wrong.
0: What am I here for? I
2: don't know, love, but we are here to talk about the real. We are two florists just talking about the good stuff. None of this other nonsense, please. Do you want to listen to some homosexuals swear? <laughs> here we are. Here we are, love. We're here ready for it. Uh, do you know what? When- As a true homosexual, mm. I feel like, you know, mm. there is that stereotype of a menage a trois. And I think Ooh. that, you know, I'm up for a threesome today if you're up for it, love.
0: Well, you know,
2: lubed and ready. Let's
0: get this party started. Who do we have mm. with us today?
2: Who else would you want in a threesome but the world champion, Bart Hassam? <laughs> I can feel his blushes
1: already. I'm just, I'm just trying to work out which swear word I'm going to say first. I just, you know.
2: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's all right, love. It's r18. You can start wherever <laughs> you want. You can start at the top or the bottom. Mm-hmm. There we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Was, that, was, that, was there a tatami spider web around the sea? That's what I really want to know. Of course.
1: It's, it's, of oh, course. It's, it's all anyone wants to know is if there's any tatami at <laughs> <involved>. all. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! When, sorry. So when I was opening my first shop, um, someone came to me and said, "Oh my goodness, how will you survive? How will you make any money? You'll be wanting to put a tatami mat in every design." <laughs> I can do other floristry, other than tatami. She can. And I do like to make it she practical, can. and I like it to sell. She made on,
2: a-line bowls on. for a number of years, love. I saw them. <laughs>
1: I Take saw that those
2: bowls you Take used to that make. Back. No, I won't. <laughs> I won't. I saw her do more flat-packed rose boxes than any other florist in Queensland, love, and she could do well them. Fast. Well, true. Well,
1: true. Well, true, true. Mm. Wow! You've
0: got to- I feel like we have a multi-hyphenate talent here right now. She's the queen of tatami and spider webs, and she also knows how to make a gorgeous bouquet. Very it's funny because and we did another episode on this exact topic about
2: distinguishing yourself as a floral designer and also a commercial florist. So I think that that's such a great question to start off with. Is how do you distinguish? The difference between yourself as the world champion and having a successful retail business. I think
1: the answer to every good question is um, Carl is the answer. Um, If you're Carl Lagerfeld and you can still design for Carl Lagerfeld and then still design for Chanel, do it that way. Um, Mm -hmm. The only, the only, like it's, it's just segmenting and dividing up. loves. Um, I learned very early in my career that it didn't matter what I make, it's going to be beautiful, but just working out uh, what it needs to be for what particular job um, defines everything else. So, if uh, we are creating a new brand, um, it all must fit within this one small box. If it doesn't fit within that one small box, we don't use it. We don't sell it. Uh, it doesn't doesn't fit in there. And that's how uh, I like to design for myself as a floral designer under my own name or under my Maison Fleur um, shops, the brands that we have. We have three
0: stores in Brazil. That City. is literally the, the conversation uh-huh. we just had. Is it not having that really clear Cross, distinction that's crossover between Joe? design? Crossover. Oh, my gosh. I love being educated by someone four times my age. <laughs>
2: Yes. Um, <laughs> <Bart>. <laughs> my favourite the, the only thing I heard Bart say Was that it didn't matter What I was going to make I knew it would be beautiful That was yeah. all I heard Bart say Out of everything she just right. said
1: yeah. <laughs> I, can trust, I can trust my hands now I can trust my hands she Thanks a lot, How long have you I... been a florist? Yeah, um, that's a great question This is my 31st year <laughs> So I made my first wedding bouquet when I was 13. And,
0: um, yes, it's been a few years since then. It has. Gosh. How did you get into the industry? Like at 13 years old, like were you child trafficked or what was the situation? Best people are.
1: 911, what is your emergency? Uh, My, uh, my, my mum died when I was two and I would see my uh, father's mother every Saturday. And she had a huge garden, was part of the Floral Arts Society, the Garden Club, and um, it just that was just a part of my life with her from like nine in the morning till five at night on a Saturday, gardening, baking a cake, working out what she was going to wear to the next Melbourne cup, um, aesthetics. It was just all aesthetics. And um, in within that, we were going out into the greenhouse out the back and learning the difference between asparagus retrofractus or asparagus plumosa. My right, like and how they grow and why they're different and how to repot them and all of that and who knew that that was education. That's just how it happens. But she That's now she
2: can design. recall any botanical name of any asparagus on the planet. <laughs> <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. just, <Yeah>. <laughs> just as <Yeah. laughs> I think but I think they're all I think they're all reclassified now since like when I learnt in nineteen eighty three <laughs>
0: <laughs> well things do change over the centuries They um so how did you end up being 13 making your first bridal bouquet was oh, that oh. like did you get a like a weekend job or no, no I, know, I was would... it like was it through family it's always through family my um I
1: was always fascinated with um wired wedding bouquets um my both both grandmothers that were influenced that influenced me had very different wedding bouquets mm-hmm. one had the very large um completely wide frangipani monstrosity with the garlands of frangipani going to the ground um and the other one had a very stylized 1920s uh, Arum sheath. Very, very different, both gorgeous. Um, but as soon as I saw those frangipanis, I was like, how do you wire them? How do you get them like that? I want to wire them. Well, I've got a frangipani tree at the side of my house. I'm going to do that now. Um, and uh, I was always fascinated by the construction. I blame Lego. Lego's, the, like, <laughs> Lego's responsible for construction in my life. Uh, but you know, um, it just
0: very Musk, very
1: Musk. <laughs> That's about as much as it gets. <laughs> um, uh, uh, so from so from there, like I, I was just you know always, um, you now Joe, you wouldn't understand, but here in the uh the the bastion of Australia, it's far 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 away, um, uh, we mm-hmm. grew up. Um, well, I grew up learning, um, from books. I don't know if you've heard of these things. They're books. What? And I would go to what? our bookstore and buy books on floristry, and they were all English people. They were all uh, were they? English
0: people. Um, Do you remember any names? Kenneth. Who who, were, who was prolific? Kenneth Turner. Kenneth Turner. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Of course, and, yeah.
1: You know, you know, garlands down stairwells where you're, you know, <laughs> binding wire around ten stems of roses and pinning them into, into
0: moss. Um, and what asparagus would you use with that? Oh, probably Plumosa. Yeah. <laughs> <Or> <laughs> yeah. Bundles of retro. <laughs> yeah. uh, if it was Kenneth Turner, it'd
1: be all of them.
0: <laughs> yeah. um, That's true. That's yeah, true.
1: Yeah. Um, but, you know, just like literally like looking at every page and seeing how everything was actually wired and, and reading how they were constructed Um yeah, I was just you know so interested in in and sort of just soaked it all in, um, and my. Would you say that it was like learning from a cookbook, you know, like
2: yeah, trying yeah, to build absolutely. a recipe from a cookbook, but with flowers absolutely. as the medium.
1: Absolutely, and trying to find whatever substitutes I could for hellebore in Bundaberg mm-hmm. <laughs> subtropical. That now, if anyone if anyone doesn't know Bundaberg,
2: Bundaberg is bloody hot. <laughs> <laughs> Londonburg, Queensland is bloody hot. So, anyone that's listening from a Nordic country right now, you have never experienced this kind of heat or humidity in your life. That's a, <laughs> that's a very gracious description of that Thank part. You.
0: when we went to brisbane on the first tour that we did i have to be honest i was not ready for the heat there and the humidity that was what got me more than anything can i just say as well that we landed in brisbane at
2: night and we walked out of the airport terminal and it was probably about 30 degrees and like 90 percent humidity and joe was was like this is the hottest place it was cool and that's the thing joe's (laughs) like this is the hottest place i've ever been to i was like oh girl this is nothing you wait until
0: tomorrow uh, yeah, it was not the culture for me. It wasn't well not the climate for me, shall we say.
2: So, when you're 13 years old reading books from British floral designers that you've bought in the bookstore and you're learning how to wire and tape and all these sorts of things, did you at that point in your life go, this is my calling, I'm going to be a florist, or had you already uh, did you already have a preconceived idea of what you wanted your profession to be?
1: No, I had no, no thought as to what I would do for the rest of my life. I was just um, so enthralled by it. it, it I didn't, even couldn't imagine that you know people did this for a job, even though obviously people did, and I was looking at books of people mm. who were professional florists. It didn't occur to me that that's what I would be doing. Um, I was thinking that I'd become an architect. I really like drawing. I, I, I really like sketching. And I was always... Um, Drawing houses with a thousand fountains. I don't know why it was always fountains. You know, as every house would, should around the edge of like the, like this like the the out, outdoor areas like around the edge, falling down to the next layer into another like pool that would fall to the next layer to the next layer. You know, oh
0: my whatever gosh. what everyone
1: can you know hope to achieve in their life. Um, uh, you know, mm. these large delusions of grandeur from Mahal. a young
0: age. Yes.
1: Yeah, but uh, no, I just I just thought um uh, that it wouldn't it would it was something that I did on the weekends in my spare time with my grandmother for fun at a flower show. Mm-hmm. I just I didn't think of it as a practicality. But my cousin was getting married, and she said, "You're always making wedding bouquets. Would you like to make my wedding bouquet?" It was just a small um family gathering in um in Bundaberg, for, you know, just family it wasn't huge, um and so I I was like, absolutely, and it's going to be wired, and it's going to be like a teardrop. And it's going to be this, that, and the other. And you were
0: 13 Corsages, and you were saying this?
1: Corsages, buttonholes, the whole lot. Yep. 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 yep wow.
0: Yep, yep. yep. Wow. That's crazy. That is insane to me that you're 13 and you're like, sure, a wired teardrop. Mm-hmm. Da 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 da. Yep. Like, that's amazing. Stealing. Well, the first time Stephano's I ever met you. <laughs>
2: As you would. And she's yes, still stealing it, love. She loves a Stephanotis. She really does. Especially a <laughs> oh, I... Stephanotis pod. I have seen True. many a pod in a Bart Hassan mm-hmm. design over the years. But the first time I ever met you was in 1995 at Double Bay in Sydney. And you won the Junior Florist of the Year that year. And I think you were maybe 15 or 16 years old, yeah?
1: Oh, I'd have, I think I would have to be 17 but um
2: yeah right to a bit there
1: yeah because i would be down in brisbane but yeah 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 they were the older ballerinas we were given live yeah um, i remember you having um, ballet dancers, and we had to make
0: tutus for yes them. Mm-hmm. Oh, that which sounds was, so cool. Which was lovely. Yeah, it was It was beautiful. Um, they were from a, the Australian ballet. Um, uh, so yeah. how like, did you take that leap art from it being kind of like, you know, an interest in yours that you did you, with your grandmother to actually like, taking the steps for it to become a career? Like, how did you kind of make that leap?
1: I have um, always been blessed um, by the next thing just falling in my lap, so to speak. And uh, my grandmother spoke to her sister in our capital city, Brisbane, and said, oh, Bart really wants to be a florist. And she said, oh, my son goes to school um, with another boy. His mother's a florist. I should, you know, maybe contact her and see if he could come down to uh, Brisbane and um, do some work experience or something. And so they did that, and um Matthew will know that was Valsea. Um my oh, first boss. Val. Good old Valley bless. Yes. Yeah. And she, you know, she was everything. She was a mm. back in the days, um back then she was the dreaded duel member. She was a member of Teleflora and of Interflora. Which she meant she rogue, had access she, to
2: she was rogue. <laughs>
1: She was, I love the way
2: you're like, she's dreaded. She was, well, no, everyone, you had to be one or the other. You
1: couldn't be both.
2: In the 90s, love, that was wild, love.
1: No, no, it was like being, I don't know, Mormon and Catholic at the same time. Um, All at once. All at once. But anyway, she wanted to because it gave her access to, you know, both sets of competitions, both sets of, you know, international designers who were coming through both sets of the ranks. You know, she was a competitive florist. Um, She just happened to be one of the more progressive interesting florists in Brisbane at the time who knew I didn't know it was just a complete accident that you know families knew each other and um, I went down when I was about 14 and she said oh well there's the cold room there's the floral foam there's the flowers off you go whatever you want to make just make whatever you make and um, oh which my is gosh, extraordinary that's so cool. extraordinary for to you know and I'm making 200 and 300 dollar rate rain- this was the 80s so like you could just you know make big things and that would just sell. Um, And it was just, she was just so wonderful. And so every school holidays, every end of year, um, if there was, if Gregor Lerch was coming from Germany, goodness, if Paul Norman was coming from England, Sue Artis, anyone, like... Anyone who was anyone at that time, if they were coming to Brisbane and they were doing a demonstration, I was there that weekend. I was coming down from Bundaberg, I was staying with Val, I was going. And she was totally um, encouraging of that. She gave me one prerequisite. She said, you have to finish school first, go to grade 12. Once you've done that, then you can come down and if you'd like, you can have a job. Um, So I had to do another two years of school. Um, But the day after I finished school, I flew down to Brisbane and then I had... Uh, only two and a half years with her, I did my certificate of commercial floristry. And then lo and behold, her one of her co- contacts, friends, acquaintances um, was a Japanese florist, which is then how I got to go to Japan and work for 10 years.
2: You spent so, a lot of time in Japan too. I remember back yeah. in the day, like when, you know, you would spend, what, six months of the year in Japan sometimes. Yeah,
1: I think the longest was nine. Um, but I'd always go, like I'd normally come back for Christmas and then um, around about... Um, I don't know April I'd go across and then come home before December their national competition was always in August and so there was always the the couple of months before that I you know was always eager to be there because I would do all of um uh, Yoko my boss's prep for that so um I it would just be me in a room week after week mm-hmm. working with Willow or working with steel grass or working with bamboo or working with <laughs> The Patience. The
2: patience. The, the discipline. The, the dedication. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it was it
1: was fantastic experience because I got to do all of the wonderful things and have none of the stress. It wasn't me out there on the stage. I mean I was her assistant and things like that, which is great. But I got to see how it worked. Um they're very efficient um uh people. Um uh, the shop that I worked for. They just did everything really, really well, really thought out. Um, Yoko is um, uh, the uh, quintessential um, Japanese florist. Is she still Uh, with us? She must be 200 by now. (laughs) No, no. Yoko, if you're listening in Japan, you are not 200. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Well, I remember meeting her. I... What,
2: when did she, whereabouts did I see her Um, do a demonstration? Like maybe 15 Um, years ago. Yeah, with you. Hamilton Hamilton Island. Island. That's right. Yes. My goodness. That's right. The year I was robbed. I remember. 911. What is your emergency? <laughs> <laughs> the there are so of many crying. years, I all of us, robbed.
1: Matthew, where we were all robbed.
2: My I God. was robbed. I finally did something beautiful and then some other Brisbane florist. Oh, I was robbed. Don't you hate that? Uh, you hate that? I do. I rubbed him
1: the next year. It was all right. There you go. It's only fair. It was only fair. fair. Let's not mention that Melbourne World Cup where Shauna didn't win. Oh. 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 And more importantly, let's not drop the the Germany World Cup love. oh, why is it all so emotional? <laughs> it's not like we're curing know, you know, cancer. Can we, can we just
2: insert a little bit of, can we insert a little bit of like Whitney Houston, so emotional, right into this exact spot, please? <laughs> so emotional. Just like that. There we go. So because I you prefer- spent so, it didn't, Thank it was you. done. Thank you, Joe, and your vocal. Your spirit is here. Thank she's, you. She's yes. in the room with us. So you obviously <laughs> spent a lot of time in Japan, and you obviously <laughs> got a lot of, I love the way I said Japan then, by the way. Um, Japan. Japan. Japan, Japan. Mm-hmm. Japan. Um, mm-hmm. So, you obviously... It's to China. <laughs> like, oh, God. Yes. Would you say that as a young person, you know, you obviously spoke about where you looked for inspiration in books. Had Japanese culture or Japanese floral design been something that you had explored or looked into? Like, where were you looking for inspiration?
1: Um, do you know, I reference this all of the time. Um, back in the day, and it was Val, something that Val subscribed to. It was um, the old PFD, the American PFD books from AIFD. Oh,
2: God, Mum used to – yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Yeah. And they were these gorgeous, glossy photo shoot – Mm-hmm. Mag- magazines which used to come out of the US. And the world
2: and stopped when that envelope arrived at the shop, didn't it? So
0: beautiful. <laughs> and just, you know, they. What were these books? Oh, no, they're it,
1: magazines. They're, I, I they're
2: still magazines. Got them. Yes. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Okay, give me
0: a bit of context because that's the one from like Europe. I have no idea where you're okay, so about. It's Similar it's to from what America. you would have
2: now, like with. Yeah. Yep, mm-hmm. from America. Like,
0: it's. Um, well, it's I got similar that when you said it, they were it, American. It's so, it's like the Flowers
2: so magazine is now. Yep
0: yeah okay right and it was like a like a trend monthly okay right oh you you could have
1: you'd have 12 a year one might be totally on costing one might be totally on halloween one might be totally on weddings one might be totally on Mm -hmm. whatever that what they were wanting to push at that time um but they would have uh i think it was about six to six to eight designers in a book and you'd get Three, four, five pages each to do your little section about I don't know modern mm-hmm. weddings or classical weddings or white weddings or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. And Hitomi, Hitomi Gillian, we she was doing she was yeah, doing all of these beautiful. Um, I just remember one. There was a bento box that she did, which was all uh, rolled leaves and uh, discs with wire, kind of like. The, the same way um, Gregor was doing um, the covered discs with leaves and wire but she was doing it in a total Japanese way and just her just I mean her aesthetic um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: was Asian and minimal and placement was just glorious and uh, um, branch uh, placement and where the negative space was was just all amazing and so that was always something I was drawn to because it was not about how much you could put in but where you were putting them in Um, And I just was always uh, drawn to that as an inspiration. Frank Cushing was also part of um, the design team for PFD. And he, as a little point of interest, used to work before I went to Yoko with Yoko in Japan. And he used to do those magazines as well. So it just, you know, I was always linked um, to that. And so I... uh, once I was there, I mean, I didn't necessarily want to go to Japan for that period of time in the beginning. What I wanted to do was go to Germany. I want. I, I had been told by everyone by the world that going to Germany to do your mm-hmm. master's in floristry was the thing the that pinnacle. everyone aspired to. And you should do that. It
0: was, mm-hmm. You couldn't mm-hmm. do anything
1: better. You should do that. So that was what I was going to do. I was going to try and do that somehow. I did French at school with i did no german so it wouldn't have been any use to me um but i just thought that's going to be the plan and val was had already been to japan several times and was like oh no you want to go to japan the competition work is incredible the flower quality is amazing just you should you should go mm-hmm. and experience it so i uh, yeah i went for three months and stayed for 10 years so yeah, it was just
0: oh yeah. my gosh
1: and you work out that you are, and that must you're like, have been such i was just gonna say you work out you think you're minimal and then you go to japan uh, and it's just, a, it's just everyth- everything. You're Daily just life a glutton. Is a, is just a lesson in minimalism, which is beautiful.
0: I mean, I guess that those kind of 10 years that you spent in Japan then, working with Yoko, they must have been truly formative for you in terms of like technique, but also in, I guess, kind of building your own design vocabulary you know obviously you had like an innate style and feeling of what you wanted to do but through all that heavy detail competition work you must have learned so much from that um and i think like of all the working designers i can think of today you very much have your own very clear design vocabulary mm-hmm. um how did you come to build that was that very much through you know exposure to competitions and other designers or was it something you had to work on uh, in another way
1: i think um I'm a happy I'm a happy accident. Um I, I, I am I am I have like inevitably I am not without skill from the very beginning. I've like I obviously I think I have if I look from the outside in, I always had a certain flair, taste, whatever you'd like to call it. Um mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I always say I was a much faster florist when I knew nothing. At 13 I was very 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 fast and now that I know things I care more so I'm actually slower like I'm still fast but you know what I mean like I you know I I don't there's nothing to shortcut anymore because I want to do everything correctly mm-hmm. and that is from Japan that's from mm. there's a process one of the first things I learned when I was there I had to do um uh, in Japan, as businesses that you normally send out, instead of Christmas cards, you send out a New Year's card. And it's a postcard you send out to all of your clients, all of your friends, all of your relatives, whatever within business. And Yoko, inevitably, because one side is a picture, she would do a design on it. She'd go to a photographic studio, Planet, whatever. whatever. Um, the first one, that first year I was there, I had to, she asked me to make a... Um, you know the the beautiful um Brunia, which comes as a lovely mm-hmm. form of about ten, fifteen, mm-hmm. twenty 15, ber- 20 berries, um florets.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um she wanted a royal blue Brunia ball completely covered of oasis sphere. And
0: Oh my gosh, how long did that take? A,
1: a little a little while, but
0: my, my my my
1: <laughs> my process was to take the Brunia, glue, insert into the foam, complete the ball, paint it blue. And that mm-hmm. was incorrect.
2: Oh no, 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 no. You spray it blue first, pet.
1: Well, we dunked it, but sure. But oh. each indi- like the whole thing, <laughs> everything everything, everything I'm was, corrected. <laughs> everything 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 was colored first and then Made because I didn't realize that you know what happens when you move something. What happens if you you know just because the top is covered in blue, the sides won't be covered in blue. the Underneath, like the, the, there's won't be any depth in blue. It just I was that was like a just a I my 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 brain just exploded like like oh this is the level of detail we are aspiring to, and no no one may see it. But we'll know, and it
0: means you actually. Did, did you nearly get thrown out of Japan?
1: <laughs> but particularly, like you know, in immigration like, work, take his passport. That's it. He's yeah. not a real Japanese person. He can't do it. Um, like, but like, it served me. It served me so well because it's mm. it's forward thinking. It's it's fixing the problem before you have a problem. So that if I had used mm-hmm. that silver brunia ball in a competition, and then I had decided to take a beast out because I wanted to have flowers coming out of one side or whatever, I wouldn't have. I would have all of these issues because all of the sides of the brunia wouldn't be covered blue and blah blah blah. blah. And that's then you're having time trying to cover that to just fix the idea that you've just had. So you, uh, it was just you know if you can forward think and plan, and all of those little mm-hmm. things are the things that I learnt there, which I never mm. had before and as I say, I'm a happy accident. I have, and when I won World Cup, I was mm-hmm. I one of the few people doing formal linear work. And that's simply because mm-hmm. I come from Queensland and everything is subtropical. And I grew up with heliconias and anthuriums and all of those sorts of things. I just happened to go to Japan and work in a minimal way for a really long time mm-hmm. and think that formal linear mm-hmm. work is great. And it just comes naturally to me is the in, the way I work. Um, and mm-hmm. many of the items that were being asked for in that particular competition in that particular year really played well to formal linear work. That it just was a nice fit for that particular year. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, World Cups are really interesting things to talk about because um, I often uh, try to explain to people that it's kind of like hairdressing, You often see on hairdressers' windows, you know, Australian hairdresser of the year, blah, blah, blah. And in one town, it seems Mm -hmm. to be like eight Australian hairdressers of the year, and they're all Australian hairdresser of the year the same year. But one's Weller, one's Schwarzkopf, (laughs) and one's blah, 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 blah. And just because you're Mm -hmm. in that one competition um, uh, doesn't mean everyone from that year has competed. And I'm very much aware that I have great skill, but I'm also very much aware that there are many, many fantastic florists out there who, had the planets aligned and they've been there, may have beaten me. Who would know? I don't know.
0: Um, I mean I wasn't there and you haven't seen job. what I can do with 300 stems of a still be that's so, right um, <laughs> 3,000 three three stems of a still be it's good a still be I'm going to make apologies is, is, yeah. Um. <laughs> so I definitely want to dive into the World Cup because obviously it is a huge part of I guess kind of um, you know your story it's an incredible achievement but I have a question on kind of your own kind of style like uh, or your kind of form linear kind of leanings at the minute um, do you class that as art or like a fine art kind of aspect to what you do or do you still see that as very much like floral design uh, that's a confrontational question i know but like do you see it as something that is a fine art piece or is it something that uh, is like Joe, sellable uh, Joe, I'm a, i think, think
1: hands down and have always been i'm a florist i'm a floral designer i'm a florist first i'm i would say I'm not an artist. I I'm I'm and I love them as I do. I am not a Gregor Lurish. Mm. I am not a Daniel Lost. Um, Daniel is really. Not, well, I look at Daniel Lost and go, okay, you are an artist. You are looking to create pieces of art and moments and and really lead. He does not care about any other thing other than the thing that he's making and he has this really narrow vision of what it needs to be and
0: that is why it is so spectacular. Um, but I, can I just totally interrupt you? If, I have to disagree. I think your work is so artistic, so oh, artistic. I'm not saying it's to not artistic. Where I, would... I just don't think it's art uh-huh. oh, necessarily. Okay. That's I, really, I, really interesting.
1: You know, I just, like, I, I am... As much as people have compared me to Gregor, I am not Gregor lersch I am – he is a once-in-a-lifetime uh, anomaly that he can be so influential, be so interested in education, defining terminology and language – uh, I am certainly not that person, and uh, and don't aspire to be. I'm. Uh, I think I'm a fairly. You've also never tried
2: to be something other than you are.
1: No, no, no. I'm like I, 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 I will not be creating a book on theory. It just I won't be because it's. I love theory. I, I very much enjoy theory. I just um, uh, I, 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 I think I've done enough. Well, because my first experience just I that.
0: I've done enough. I've, I've done, done enough. I've <laughs> done I, enough. My,
1: my, I, I, am not, I am not necessarily overly ambitious. I love mm. my profession. I never want to end doing what I'm doing. I love travelling... So the, the world I, champion. I love
0: travelling the world teaching. I'm not necessarily ambitious.
1: No, uh, uh, Joe, to win a World Cup, mm-hmm. you need to be... Exceptional what you do and consistent. I am both of those things.
2: Mm, but that's 100%. all. 100%. I'm,
1: mm. I'm consistent. I am uh, usually unflappable. Keep it on the inside. Don't let it, anyone see the mm-hmm. the turmoil because that's game face. Uh, if you can do a competition and enter and leave without seeing anybody else's booth, do that. Uh keep Mm -hmm. it keep blinks on all of those things and so i am totally aware that um you know like to win a world cup you need to have all of those attributes you need to be a great florist you need to be uh you know know your elements and principles of design and know what you're doing and why you're there and be confident and trust your hands um
2: she mm -hmm. is the definition of stoic love if you google (laughs) stoic the same profile picture bart's been using for the last 20 years pops up (laughs) Thank you. Thank Is there you. a plan in 2021 to have a new profile picture done?
1: No, no. Um, I was talking to someone the other are day Are you happy about with this.
2: the one from the n- late 90s? I am happy with I'm the
1: one I'm shaking my the head, head right now. Like, you know what? Love, I, I mean, talk-
2: are those colour lilies still even available?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I feel seen, Matthew. I feel seen.
0: <laughs> you have um, <been> seen. <laughs> <I feel> seen. <laughs> He's really testing your look, stoic. Oh, no, no. You know, Yeah, Exactly. When she you just look... said she was stoic. <laughs> I was like,
2: is she stoic? We'll
1: see about this. When, when I just think, you're t- Joe, you were talking about, you know, being an artist. And one mm-hmm. thing, uh, when I look at uh, what I present on Instagram, and um, mm. yeah, I mean, Instagram is an interesting beast, um, and uh, But the way things have moved with social media over the past few years, um, it's such Mm. a um, never-ending cycle of new. It's just you've got to feed the thing, and it's just this never-ending putting the coal in the fire all of the time. And I was just sort of Mm -hmm. going against it, if I could, and was like, you know, I know he's dead, but Van Gogh doesn't have these problems. Because he's dead. I know, but like Starry, Starry (laughs) Night. (laughs) That's why. But Starry, Starry Night and the sunflowers and everything else is still beautiful. It was painted once Mm. and it's still beautiful. Mm. So, that piece of work that I did in 1994, which I think is beautiful, Mm -hmm. is good enough to post Mm -hmm. today as it was, you know... 15, 20 years ago. Mm. Um, so... Yeah, I would agree with that. There's by, nothing wrong with that at all. I've also the, never heard a florist speak about this this
2: way. I think this is really positive. A really positive mm, take this on is, this with social and, media. This is
1: This is coming back to... The photo of me, by the way, Matthew. Just I'm going to bring it all full circle. Um, He's well, going to get back. He's going to get you back. back, <laughs> get that you back. That's, <laughs> story, That's story exactly right. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. But what I, I just, I just think that you know what what I create is it's ephemeral. It's transient. Its beauty is death. Mm-hmm. It lasts for a moment. So whether I've you know I, I'm I'm just not a big fan. I'm not. I'm not that good that I can just produce the next new thing every single day and produce another mm-hmm. photo that's going to wow people every single day. So if it was, if it's mm-hmm. good enough last year, then it's good enough this year, and I will put it on social media um, as it is. I don't mention dates. It just is what it is. Um, it, it's good enough for mm-hmm. all of the that's other such a good artwork. Take on it and- though. It's such a strong take on it. So, I think it's the good. photo really of me good. that, you know, the photo of me is one photo. It, you know, it's me. It's not not me. Oh, yeah, love. It,
2: it <laughs> was. It <like>, was. all the... <laughs> Oh, I'm just taking the <laughs> now. Can what? I just say, though, it's in the all brand. this, the first, ex- it's the brand, love, it's on brand. The first experience I ever had with Bart, I... Flew to Brisbane and I did a week's worth of work experience with another fantastic florist in Brisbane who no longer has their sh- store. In fact, mm. Bart had their store. And then I did a week's work experience where Bart was working and Bart was putting together this demonstration where three florists were doing this demonstration. It was at the Royal Hotel or whatever it was in the city down on the corner. Yep. Anyway, I spent... That's right. I spent all this time with these three exceptional floral designers at mm-hmm. the florist, at the bench, and I saw them literally go from producing rubbish, like I'm talking like commercial interflora grade A-line bowls, to then walking out the door and producing the most in incredible, immaculate designs you've ever seen. And that, to me, I think, at such a young... I was probably only 16 or maybe 17 at the time. And for me, I remember how much that broke boundaries in my own head of going wow you really Mm -hmm. truly can do both it was just about determining that line in the sand of this is what we do as a commercial everyday florist and this is what we do as a floral designer do you think Mm -hmm. that still applies in how you look at Maison Fleur how you look at your retail business
1: oh it absolutely is it defines it defines Mm. the flowers that we buy it defines uh yeah what we wrap in it defines how we foam a bowl. It defines whether we use water or chicken wire or how much time we spend on it. Um, you mm-hmm. know, um all of those people who work in jobs which have billable hours will you know freak when they hear the hours that we do to create the things that we do and we can't always charge for them. So like I just mm-hmm. think working out working out where you need to put your energies is really important, particularly when it comes to um, the business side of things rather than the artistic side of things, the artistic side of things, you can, it's, it's your dreams and passion. And if you want to spend two hours on it, if you want to spend two weeks on it, then you can. um, And it's only Mm -hmm. you that you have to blame when, you know, it hasn't turned out. Whereas when it's um, a commercial aspect, I, you know, I've was always I was always brought up that flowers had to have a use. Ever since I started flowers had a use. They weren't just for pretty, they weren't just for fun. They were for a thing. Mm-hmm. They were, you know, flowers for the church. I I you know started in making church flowers. Um uh, in the United Church in in Bundaberg, and that was a thing I like was desperate to do in on Saturdays. But they were for a particular area in a particular colour. They had to be a particular size. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they weren't just the pretty thing that could be any size or anything that you wanted to create. No, and I, so flowers, particularly for ritual, were what I was based around weddings. Uh, funerals, mm. church, and baptisms—all that,
0: that kind of stuff. Yeah,
1: I think that plays into the part of uh, defining what you're doing in a commercial sense. Uh, everything's about the bottom line. Um, mm. Most people I work with, well, will, I think that... will, will 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 tell you that I will explain that, though it is a commercial thing, our shops have to be aesthetic first. You know, practicality second. Um, Mm -hmm. it, 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 but practicality is just like, it's important, but it's second. So it must look beautiful. Mm -hmm. I am not going to let, you know, oh, it's got to stand here, get in the way of, Mm -hmm. it has to look beautiful. No, it has to look beautiful. And then it has to stand there. And I will, if I can make it beautiful, then I can make it stand there and look at beautiful at the same time. It, there has to be a way it doesn't, you know, I'm not going to be masking, taping it to the side there just to get it there. So it's. Beautiful. No masking. <laughs> the masking tape has to be in colour theme. You know, it just you know there has to be <laughs> applied beautifully. Yeah, exactly. And and you know we all have can to. I, can we I all just have say... to go back tomorrow? We, and the the staff need to be paid. Mm. And the, you know that's really important.
0: I think what you've just said there about like respecting the ritual and the utility of your craft and how you use flowers and what that means. I think that really helps me personally clarify what you said earlier about do you self, do you, you know, you don't see yourself as an artist, you see yourself as a designer, because if you're always thinking about the utility of, you know, is something going to be fresh enough or can something be carried or will it, you know, uh, fulfill this space? And that feeds into that really, really beautifully. I want to take a moment to ask you about, you know, the elephant in the room. Um, tell me all about the World Cup. What do you want to share?
1: Because um,
0: it must be it must be a huge part of what you get asked about day to day now. Like you're a world champion. Like how many? an into world champion. How many world champions are there? Like it's not that many. So I, it's a pretty incredible thing.
1: I've decided that we're kind of like American presidents. That once you like once you're President, you're President for life. so you're just always a world champion, mm-hmm. which is kind of nice. It was kind of not mm-hmm. something I thought about previously to this. But um, which
0: President do you think you're most like? Oh, JFK. Are you, a <laughs> Doc! No. <I'm> <laughs> oh, it's it's more.
1: I think it's more knives in backs. <laughs> <laughs> oh!
0: In this industry, yeah, no, Never. no.
1: What the oh, hell? Look, like, look, what the
2: actual look, f- went through your head when they announced you as the winner?
1: Uh, Matthew, I think you will understand Were you calm? after the. Were you hysterical? After- I, I was hysterical in my bathroom most of the week, Yeah. just with the enormity I've seen, of, I've seen
2: that. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I've just, seen just, you just, like that. You've been in his just, bathroom with him? I've just, seen
2: Bart when Bart is stoic on the outside, and then I've seen the real Bart, and I've gone, wow, this is actually the most beautiful thing I needed to see right now, that we're all human.
0: <laughs> See, I can't imagine Bart being anything less than entirely considered. I love entirely. I
2: tell you, put Stoic
1: into Google
2: and she comes
1: out. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, no, I think I, I, I. Um, I was going to say Math- Matthew will understand that after the sort of two years that I had previous to the World Cup, that um, it mm-hmm. was um, a very um, the week of the competition. Being in the competition, I was just completely fine. It was lovely. I had lovely things to use. Everything mm-hmm. was there. I had my partner. I had good friends from Australia, from the industry. I had um my my like my best friend was my assistant, um, florist friend Shauna um, mm-hmm. uh, Larson. Mm-hmm. Um, just. Uh, it was the loveliest time. So when you're actually in there working with the flowers mm. in the time sessions, it was just, we've got lots of things to do and it's busy, but oh, i just great. It was just great. Mm. It was the mornings of um, where I'm like, have I remembered everything? Uh, where am I going to get bamboo from? It's the third day I've been in Philadelphia and I still don't have bamboo and I do everything with bamboo and I cannot find bamboo and no wholesaler will sell it to me. And, And it just, Mm. you know, those sorts of things. And uh, then I'm like, I'm representing not just me and my shop, I'm representing my country and I'm representing all of my people. And I'm representing Interflora who um, supported me financially to do it. And, you know, is is this going to be a complete waste of time? And there are lots of things riding on this and it's Mm -hmm. all on my shoulders and I have to do the right thing. And what if it's... So much pressure. And that, that, so you can, I I fell apart apart most mornings. um, But when I was out there, I was
0: fine. Can I... Can I just ask you, like, how do you deal with the pressure of that? I mean, everyone in this chat that was three successful business women, you know, we all know pressure. We've all been in competitions. We've all been on, you know, international competitions and we've all, you know, had pressure of business as well. So what does the world champion Bart Hassam Talking to himself to get himself back in the zone. Look like like what are, what are things that really work for you to kind of calm you down and get yourself centered? Uh, speaking things out. Not that, self-centered. No, no, get no, no. I totally centered. understand. Um, speaking <laughs> speaking things out loud. Mm-hmm. Don't
1: just listening to the voices in your head. Actually saying it out mm-hmm. loud. I find even if I'm at home on a day off, if I say Bart, you really need to do the ironing. I will actually get up and do the ironing. But if I'm just going, oh, I could do the ironing and do uh, television and uh, make a toasted sandwich, uh, <laughs> I, I will just do all of the other things and not. But if I actually mm-hmm. verbally say it out loud, uh, people think you're talking to mm-hmm. yourself. But I think it actually, it's it's like when you have another person in the house and you have to justify yourself to them about why you haven't done the washing or why you haven't. You know, you you just do it because there's pressure on you to do it. Uh, If you say it out loud, Mm. I find that helps. Um, I can't do anything in those situations where I'm overwhelmed by the task at hand than to go back to the very Mm -hmm. beginning and just go through the whole process. And so Mm -hmm. um, before the first item on the first day... Go back to basics. Yeah, on the first item on the first day, I woke up just like, so early just in the middle of the night and i was like right i'm awake mm-hmm. um my partner my, my partner jeff is sleeping in 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 the bedroom so i will go into the bathroom and i'll sit on the floor and i'm just i've got an a4 piece of paper and i'm right right i get there i have to attach the glass tubes i have to do i have the glass tubes what am i attaching it with do i have the wire yes i have the wire. Uh, which glass tubes am I putting on first? I'm putting on the pointed ones first. How am I getting the tall ones up? I'm attaching it to the bamboo. So you put the bamboo on there. You've got the Y. Yes, I've got the wire. Do I have a ladder? Yes, I've got the ladder. Uh, what is the next piece? It's the big... Um uh, flowers in first, in, in their dominant positions, I must mm-hmm. get the big philodendron leaf in, the allocations, they must go in, what, what am I putting those in, do I have, and I literally write down the steps, just to know that I do have mm-hmm. that wire, that I do have that glass tube, that I haven't forgotten to pack the scissors, that I, do I have the big secateurs that I need for that thing, and where is it, is it at home, is it, and just, that just calms me. Because then I just know. Okay. Have you ever mm, been I'd...
2: in a situation in a competition where you have actually something's gone tits up and something's gone out the window, and you've got there and gone, I haven't actually got this, and you just had to make it work?
1: Yes. Uh, one competition in 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 Brisbane. Um, it was a state competition, and m- m- the um, stainless steel container I had started to leak by one from one corner. I had this beautiful tray made for, for, to do a standing strauss in it, and it was just starting oh, to. Oh God. I had a So It was putrid. literally dripping from like a meter down. And so it was like I was doing everything oh, I can no. to like use use shore stick in the corner to and you know, just a lot of shore stick in the corner just, you know, saved the day. And then putting some dried leaves on the ground just, you know, supposedly for, you know, effect. But it covered whatever Artistic water stick value. You know, but whatever, you know, it, it covered the the, the drips that would be on cement rather than it just looked like, Oh, some of the leaves got a bit wet. So um, I think mm. it's um, take, taking a moment, particularly when you're in a competition and something's not going right. Um, taking one or t- two minutes away just to go and tidy your toolbox or whatever, and not look at the thing you've been making for 45 minutes is really sensible because mm. you can be t- too mm. much up in it for too long and not see it anymore.
0: So, so the World Cup competition obviously ran over. Uh, was it like three or four days? I think you were competing for. Yeah, three, three days of competition.
1: Days with plus the preparation days as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you ever wish you could do it again, or was was one time enough?
1: Oh, I'd do it every year if I could.
0: Behave yourself! Oh, oh, behave, what, love. Wouldn't that be
1: lovely? Oh, it'd be, it's so much fun. She, too much? <laughs> Would you listen I can't to her? Tell you're too serious. much?
2: No, she's eating so Ethereum strange. leaves that take twenty-five years to grow, love. You can only do it every twenty-five years. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So, Bart, yeah. tell me about you know the World Cup happened. You were the champion. What went through your head at that minute? of winning and what came next for you like did you have a plan for i don't know like things you wanted to achieve or was it just a case of you know taking everything as it came
1: well i had i had two plans the the it's Mm. it's, i think it's like winning the election it's like you have the i i won and i didn't win and um uh so when they so when peb benjamin read out my name it was just who I don't know
0: what Joe, Joe, Joe. He's a
1: ranger. You should, you know, he'll know. Maybe you have some affection. Wow.
0: <laughs> <Okay>.
1: <laughs> he
2: was um, famous for a lot of oranges. You know, back when Joe and exactly. I were just
1: children. Love. Exactly. Yeah. Another World Cup. Um, when he read out my name, it was n- actually nothing else other than relief. I was just absolutely wow. relieved that it was over that it was um mm. done that I was that I, of course that I was successful but that just solved a mm-hmm. whole heap of problems for me in my personal life mm. in my for my job for you know um mm-hmm. it, all of those things just just it was like oh great Good. That's just that thing. That thing done now. I don't have to worry about it anymore because I've been worrying about this for the past two years, and now I don't have to worry about it anymore. <laughs> and then once I was on, then but once I was on stage, it was just you know um, remembering like every Oscar speech you've ever rem- like watched in your life, and just how do you stay composed? How do you remember to thank all the important people um, uh, mm-hmm. and be thoughtful? I don't remember
0: my name being read out, but. Oh. Okay. Um, it's fine, yeah. Um, and, but, then you know, and then what like, happened after was, that? Like, was there a come down? Uh,
1: no, no. I just had a happy, I had relief. My partner had. We had specifically sort of planned that my partner had organised a week in New York afterwards, which was nothing to do with floristry, and so it was just Broadway, oh, nice. Broadway shows, and Michelin star dinners and. Beautiful hotels and as
2: every world champion should do love. If there's not a Michelin star dinner involved, I'm not interested. (laughs) That's it. That's it. But you know,
1: it was just it was so nice to have nothing to do with flowers after that really really intense Mm. just to just go okay well and then it was just replying to everyone on Instagram and being so thankful and gracious and trying to be uh, all over that as well Um, and then it was about organizing the schedule for the rest of the year um, because, you know, the dream uh, that everyone has is that you might do well in one of these competitions. And even if you don't win, I wanted to produce work that was interesting enough that it would make me stand out so that people who would be interested in going to see those competitions would go, Hey, maybe we want to bring him from blah, 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 to blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. that, that has been my life um, semi-regularly over the past um, 10 to 15 years. 20 years um mm-hmm. I, you know how has I, COVID I, impacted that for you I spoke to my business partner in Australia when it happened and just said I'm going to put that life on a shelf I'm going mm. to say to myself I am never teaching overseas again and I'm going to put it on the shelf and let that just be there um I need I, the listeners
2: I, to know now that I can see Bart and Bart literally just put that on a shelf he put that on the shelf. Visually also just then put that on a shelf as he said it.
1: I am my grandfather. He, my grandfather was couldn't talk without arm gestures. So,
2: Was he you know. also looking 25 years old when he was in his mid-40s? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Because you are the Benjamin Button of floristry. Everyone knows you <laughs> as the Benjamin Button of floristry. It's like, how old really is she? <laughs> 44. <laughs> Stop 44. it. I think so. Seeing as you've ticked off as such the World Cup from the bucket list, so to speak, is there anything else that you go, I must do this in my career?
1: Honestly, Matthew, there isn't. Do you think that's the pinnacle,
2: though? Do you think that winning the World Cup truly as a floral designer, everything that we work for is the pinnacle?
1: No. I think it's different for different people. Uh, Matthew, you will know what the you will know what the culture was like in Australia around floral design and like what your Very mother much. and like flor like yes. competitions and interflora and teleflora mm-hmm. and yeah. the influential people mm-hmm. in those ranks. Um you you were educated that anyone good was in these competitions and I studied who was in these competitions and who represented Australia for years and years and years. And I learnt from a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. you just, as little florists in um, college, we were all like, oh, one day maybe we'll go to the World Cup and won't that be fun? And would it, maybe we could get to represent Australia.
2: Um, and you, so you- I mean, I look at that, that, how I ra- look at my own experience with you is, you know, I identify when I was a teenager, you know, that this- you know, growing up in the industry as well and having actually met you when I was still a child simply because of my mother's connections, but then as I developed into my own person as a floral designer you were absolutely on that hit list of like people I need to be I need to surround myself with these people if I personally as a floral designer want to learn and become better so that's that's the exact example of like why I came to Brisbane to actually do that work experience with you on those occasions so that I could be that person and I feel like that level of commitment sometimes I don't know if you'll agree or disagree with me on this but I feel like that level of commitment to that in 2021, do you think that exists anymore with floral designers that are just starting out or looking to better themselves? Or do you think it exists on a different medium because we now have social media and
1: YouTube? Yeah, the latter. I think it still does. I think all the, Mm. the young kids are desperate to go to, oh goodness, pick a floral designer who's got over 50 thousand followers on instagram
2: a a good one or a bad one because i can uh, name both
1: yeah i mean like to be honest both i think you know um (laughs) but they're off they're often in the countryside in italy you know with hand-picked flowers and you know it's you've got to take out a mortgage to go to one of their classes and um, you do they, they arrive some of at, us have taken out those mortgages before. Exactly, long. exactly. And I don't like I don't deny it. it's probably a very lovely time. Um, but the reason I think say you and I were going to those people and going to those demonstrations and going to those competitions is inevitably I just want to be a better florist. I want to have yes, better skills and just for my everyday life, not even for my competition work, just for my everyday life. Mm -hmm. And what I've Mm -hmm. always tried to tell people is, I think people sometimes think that, you know, to want to do competitions means you only want to win and you only want to be interested in the most modern design work and that's all. And it actually, for me, has nothing Mm -hmm. to do with that. I'm only ever trying to beat myself. I only ever want to make something better than I did the last time. And if I can make something stand uh, stronger, but made thinner um, with more flair and beauty by doing an, like learning something with somebody else, then I want to do that. I want, mm. you know, I can foam mm. a container within an inch of its life. It is beautiful.
2: Yep. S- most most people can't and I do feel, that. I feel on an intimate level as well about what you said about making yourself better because I can think about, an occasion where I did come and assist you on something and you were like I need this all of this steel grass made into a tatami and it needs to be secured here, here, here and here. And I just was like, okay, i and went about making this tatami and you were like, why is it not taped to the bench? And I was like, what are you talking about, taping it to the bench? And then after it was taped to the bench, that one, you know, experience that I had with you, which might have been for a day or two days or something, for instance, actually taught me a great deal of patience which I didn't possess as a florist at that time. And who knows where that patience has actually also come back into my personal life throughout the years. So I think these experiences that we seek as professionals also do absolutely assist you in your personal everyday life.
1: Inevitably. And it's the smallest little things that you learn, which are usually accidents. Like I, I learned to wire and tape from books because i thought i was doing the right thing and it was years before i realized that the tape's goal really wasn't just to cover the stem and make it look green you're also sealing the flower you're sealing the moisture in that was a revelation i was like oh my god is that what it's doing i really should like that's astounding there's a it, purpose not, like, believe it yes or, yeah. yes you're not just you're not just trying to cover the sins of the wire but yeah. you know that, that <laughs> <laughs> but you know i just think there's like so, there's, there's so much to learn and if like my my goal is only to become a better florist and if i can if i can do that by going to a workshop or a demonstration or a, a competition that's all i'm ever trying to achieve
2: So with that knowledge now, though, in 2021, how everything has evolved so much in terms of our learning, be it in person, online or whatever, would you have a piece of advice for potentially a student florist or someone that simply wanted to, in their own head, get themselves to a world champion level in the future? How do you think in 2021, someone would actually go about
1: that? I don't think it's any different to the experience I had. What I've learned is that to get to that level, you, it just needs to be all of your life. Um, and I don't mean that in it's a, a bad way. Work. It's life's work. It's a life's work. I mean, as I said, you know, I've been doing this since I was 13. Um, so that's like, it took 30 years for me to win a World Cup. I, I could have, like, I, I did two selection competitions. Um, mm. The second one is the one that I won that I actually got to go. Um, I had in my head planned to go to the one I was going to go previously. I had psyched myself up. I thought I was good enough. I was blah, 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 blah. But I made stupid mistakes in the actual competition. And yeah. thank God I didn't go then because I was too young. And um, mm. uh, and I didn't know what I knew at that stage. But I think if anyone wants to get there, it's about doing everything. It's about doing as much as you can. It's, it's, it's taking a walk down your street and seeing what plants grow and how they grow and why they're growing there and what colours they are and what sits nicely against another form or texture. It's um, if you can get a job in a mm. nursery, get a job in a nursery. If you can get a job at the flower markets, get a job at the flower markets. Because to be honest, it's not just knowledge; it's about contacts, and you need all of it. You don't just need to be a good florist. You need to need you need to be a good florist with contacts within the industry to get the things that you want to be able to make the things that you want to be able to get it to where you need to get it to. Um, there's so many things that you know. It's you know, it takes a village. Um, it to takes get,
2: a village, love. It takes it a village from Bundaberg, Queensland. She took <laughs> the whole village
1: with her to Philadelphia. <laughs> um, so you know, yeah. it just—it's—it's it's just having as much experience as you can across the board. I mean, I—you I, know—I—I I had a grandmother who used to teach me plant names. That was really invaluable. Mm. I—you know—I there are people start in all different ways in floristry, and I—I I don't. Um, say it has to be one or the other. if you can if you can get in anyway, that is the key. Get in because once you're in, it's much easier to cross over from one job to another, but just getting into a door is the, really the hardest part. Get
2: in and get started. Don't yeah,
0: muck around. Absolutely. So what is in store for the rest of twenty twenty one for Bo Hassan?
1: That's so, as I was saying before, when uh, the pandemic happened, I sort of said, I'm going to just put my international um, teaching career on hold and I put it on a shelf. Um, I'm Mm -hmm. not a fan of. We saw you
2: put it on the shelf, by the way. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm. I only personally want to do classes and teach one on one. That's what I want to do. And I made that decision at the very beginning. I just said, I'm not going to do. Um, Online teaching, it's just not for me. Um, So I was like, okay, great. That's decided that. Uh, And if I'm not going to be able to do any of that, what am I going to do? And I spoke to my business partner. I said, well, look, let's just make the shops as good as they can be. Um, I'm going to be here. I can't go anywhere. So I'm going to put just all my energies into it. And let's really refine everything and see if we can... Just make them better, make them more streamlined, fix problems where we can. And, um, you know, at the time of the pandemic, we had two shops and seven staff and I think, you know, two careers. And now we've got, I think, 18 staff and three shops and three careers. And um, it's, you know, the pandemic has been uh, very good to us in... Um, the way people have decided, you know, because they're stuck at home and they've got a mobile phone and they can buy. So, and and we can continue to deliver contactless. But you've um,
2: also adapted, you've adapted immediately within your retail business to allow for that to happen. You haven't just sat there being like, I'm the world champion and I can't travel and I'm mad about it. You've just gone, you know, what, what can we do? Let's make it work. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. and, and
1: you both will understand that um, having those uh, accolades within your own industry doesn't necessarily translate to actual commercial sales. It's really great to be good and heralded for what you do. But just because I'm the world cup winner of floristry doesn't necessarily mean I'm selling more bouquets in my shop tomorrow. Mm. It actually, it's a Mm. great, it's a great talking point. Um, You know, we sponsor Queensland Ballet um, and we, our, our particular style of floristry caters to the higher-end market of people buying floristry gifts in Brisbane. So it's aligning all of those things together. When we sponsor Queensland Ballet and we are seen at those events and we do sell those particular types of flowers, um, having those conversations at those parties where you're able to say, oh, and by the way, yes, we do the flowers at Government House. Oh, and yes, I actually happen to be the World Cup winner. You know, it's all linked together, and it all fits the brand, um, which is you know beneficial to the bottom line, and and that resonates slowly, um, in a in a very um strengthening way for the business. It's it and the beauty the is you
2: can leverage your position as a world champion at any point moving forward for the rest of your life.
0: Yeah, I don't think you need to put it on the shelf and be like. That's it. That's there. It's, a, for, no, it's a forever title. It's a it's a yeah for sure. Yeah, you've yeah, earned it's it. it. It's, it's the like the
2: like World a, Cup title I'm on the shelf.
1: Title. It's it's more it's more the um, you know who knows what things are possibilities like that can, can go with it. Yeah yeah yeah. It's it's and it's you know and when we're all able to fly again, hopefully we're all going to be able to be f- flying again. Um, who knows how teaching will change? Um, yeah. We all used to mm. like just wait for the next book to come out from whatever designer was creating a book back in the eighties. Mm-hmm. That's almost mm-hmm. non-existent now. People, it just—they're mm-hmm. all lovely. Th- they're all lovely things, but they're coffee table books almost. Um, unless you're, you know, mm-hmm. talking about uh, Gregor Lursch theory books, or you know, something like that, or Daniel Loss creates a new, you know, thousand-page manuscript of the Compendium. most beautiful things you could ever imagine in your head, um, you know, having a book of your own, uh, you know, uh, I, I was always the dream when I was 18. Um, but mm. it's almost, it almost seems a bit moot now, whereas, you know, maybe, you know, look at competition work, it's just getting smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller, any, everywhere in yeah. the world.
2: And smaller. Um, yeah. yeah.
1: And, and that may be, you know, with the way, you know, The system has been for international floral designers traveling around the world. Maybe we should all just be focusing for those in person, like actually in our own communities. Maybe we should be smaller. Maybe we should, I should be really focused on doing things in Brisbane. Matthew, maybe you should be doing only things in Perth i definitely like, really. looked at that.
2: I would 100% say that even just this pandemic has allowed me to do that. Rather than, you know, saying yes to going here, going there, doing whatever. I've just gone, well, I'm stuck here. What can I do here? And I think that that's actually been quite a great thing. You know, being really more submerged into our our actual surroundings rather than having that mentality of like, oh, I have to go abroad. I have to do this. I have to do that we've 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 almost gone back you know a couple of decades as such in how we work and operate, which I actually adore I love it
1: yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah I think it's it's much more personal um I think um doing courses online actually works for a whole lot of people though mm-hmm. like you know I think you know it translates so nicely I think it's been the it's it's kind of been particularly in Australia I mean um we have as a, a nation resisted working from home on mass, mm-hmm. I think for the longest time, companies have gone, oh no, we can't afford to do it. it's too much all of those computers at home all blah 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 pandemic happened and instantly everyone's working from home in two weeks. that was quick yeah, and now no one wants to come now no one wants to come back <laughs> so um it's it's, <laughs> it's 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 amazing how it can work um I just think like everything in life, Everyone should do things individually. I think Mm. some people should be doing it online because they're good at it. I want to do it in person. 100%. That's why people will come to me. I just don't think everyone needs to be the same. I just think everyone should have their own particular viewpoint and like bringing it back to fashion designers again if you want the versace thing go with the versace if you want the chanel thing go with the chanel like everyone's catering to a different audience there's enough audience for everyone to their own
0: yeah yeah amen to that but thank you so much for joining us today this has been a pleasure this was so interesting so interesting um and I just know that when this comes out everyone's gonna be like, oh my god, this was the most interesting, insightful conversation. So thank you so much for your time.
1: It's a pleasure. I'm sorry I didn't oh. swear more.
0: Oh, but. <laughs> we'll superimpose it in. No. One will
1: <laughs> it's
2: so nice as well. This will this will give so many people as well out there that you know. They see your accolades and they see your exceptional work and they, you know, they don't often know the person behind it. So, I think it's always so lovely to have a candid conversation and listen to someone's point of view. So, I'm really very grateful that you agreed
0: to do today. Thank you. Oh, look, it's a a pleasure.
1: Any, any time.
0: Yeah, behave yourself. Thank you so much for joining us today, guys, for this episode of Flowers After Hours. We have had an absolute hoot doing it and I hope it's been doing it for you.
2: It's been a hooty toot. Make sure you click subscribe down below and that you leave us a rating and review. That would mean the absolute world to us. And you do not want to miss an episode of Flowers After Hours.
0: Help us on our way to becoming the next floral Kardashians and we'll see you on the next one.